Hi, Money Makers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, <laughs> share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. So recently I saw a video circulating around on Twitter, actually, and it was of this man who was saying he had hacked the credit card system and how it could be used for our benefit. So you know me, I always love anything that could be used for my benefit. So I actually wanted <laughs> so I actually wanted to watch a video. Yeah, I have a bunch of credit cards, so how can it help me further than I even know? So he started off by saying that you can go you would go to TJ Maxx and buy a designer bag, what, $4,000. I was like, oh, TJ Maxx, $4,000. But it's neither here nor there. Then he goes on to say how you would, and I'm summarizing here, you would pay with your credit and your debit card. The debit card would be used to pay the tax portion, and the credit card would be used to pay for the actual item that is being purchased. Then later, you go back to that same store and tell them you want to return the item. Obviously, they're going to ask you, hey, what, uh, what debit card did you use to purchase it? Because both cards appear on the receipt. Yeah. You just say you want that when you're on the debit card, right? So now you have this $4,000 that you have of liquid cash, according to him, that you'd be able to use to invest in a hustle. That was the word he used. And then you could make money off of it and then return and pay off the money back. Sounds simple, right? extremely wrong there were a bunch of things that i didn't feel comfortable with it just because it sounded a little fraudulent it, it was giving fraud but one of the things that stood out to me when he was like oh initially i thought it was something skeptical about like the pain like why do you have to pay the taxes because that doesn't mean anything it's just a short pay but i think what he wanted to do was to make sure that you have two uh, like two cards on your on the receipt so that you'd be able to put that money from the credit card to your debit card. Second of all, that's not free money. That money is not free. In fact, if you wanted money for a hustle, in my mind, I'm thinking, why not just go take out a personal loan or maybe from your bank, lending tree, upstart. There are a lot of personal loans that could give you $4,000 where you can invest at a lower interest rate because even for people with great credit scores, you're looking at almost 24% APR on, on a $4,000 loan. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So it means for me that whatever hustle it is I'm investing in, in order to break even, that has to return at least 24%. Let's just say for this argument, the interest rate on that is 20%. And you're keeping that loan for a year because I'm not sure what hustle you're investing in that will give you profit very quickly. Yeah, because that is actually a high rate of return. Yeah, that's very high. Like that would give you 20% in that second and you're sure of it. Please let me know. But (laughs) on standard, it doesn't happen that much because, you know, Everyone's going to go on it, and therefore, you're not going to make that money anymore. But he, so you have to make that break even. That's just the starting point, right? Before you can even make money. So we're looking at something that would give you a return of greater than your interest rate before you can make money. Then someone brought up a good legitimate argument. What if there is a zero APR credit card? And there's a lot of them in your first year. You're not going to pay any interest. Well... You still have to make sure that whatever it is you're investing in will still give you that $4,000 and nothing yeah. is going to happen to it. Exactly. So it means that even if you're not going to make money, make it. sure you <laughs> can't lose money. 
And again, you still run into that, you know, debt knife where like, what if something happens, that money has to be there even longer. And then boom, you're caught up in this high interest. And usually those guys with zero APR, they catch you in the second year. They're just yeah. using that to lure you in so you can consolidate many of your credit card debts into that one because you're like, oh, one year of zero APR, then boom. When the second year comes, you're surprised that the interest rate is so high. But what do you think, Joshua? Yes, I definitely agree with what you said. And I was thinking about this before we started this you know, podcast recording about the different things to look mm-hmm. at when mm-hmm. we're trying to separate fraudulent investment opportunities from legitimate ones. 100%. And the first one that comes to my mind is guaranteed returns. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, you have those who will call you and tell you, you know, we can give you this opportunity where there's like a high reward and low risk. Those mm-hmm. do not exist. The only asset that I know of that gives you guaranteed return is the United States Treasury bonds. And when we mean guaranteed return, we're talking about the rate. Yeah. But even though you can check the price of Treasury bonds this year, it's down almost 50%. Yeah. You know, so why that gives you guaranteed you know, interest rate return, the price itself is going down. Yeah. So it's kind of like taking back out of your profit. Exactly. There is no investment on planet earth that would be that guaranteed. is guaranteed except you can go no risk to the past and, and see what <laughs> yeah if you can go to the past then you know it's guaranteed because you already know what you're going to get but yeah. it doesn't happen when they invent machine that does that let me know <laughs> <laughs> i would love i would love that kind of machine so we can go back to like COVID times and just exactly you know go all, all in the market but those do not exist so that's the very first thing you know, when they tell you it's guaranteed, you know, it's low risk and high return, they don't exist. If they existed, nobody would tell you that. If I knew that, I would not tell you guys if there was yeah. an opportunity, you know. So that's one thing. The next one is also when they're pressuring you to making a quick decision. Mm-hmm. You know, typically when someone's legitimate comes to meet you, they even encourage you to go think about it. You yeah. know, go sleep on it, go think about it. But when you meet people or tell them, oh, make a decision right now, you know, there's no space anymore. Yeah, hey, no you got to be quick. Really uh, quick. You know, that makes me Don't raise my this eyebrows. Exactly. You know, then another one is when you cannot explain what drives that business or what drives that investment, that yeah. asset. We all remember the NFT boom, right? Ah, <laughs> so many people would come to me with nasty altcoins and that monkey that <laughs> someone wanted me to buy it. For $3,000 because it could go higher. There's no way I'm buying for a glorified cartoon caricature that I can literally screenshot. Like, what? Exactly. And that's why we really encourage people Mm -hmm. to really dive in and put in the work and research assets before you invest in them. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to do that work, we have index funds there for you to invest in. And that one is very easy to think through. If you believe in America, if you believe America will still grow, go by the S&P 500. You know, you'll be fine. Imagine someone (laughs) tell me when I was asked, when they were talking about um, one of these altcoins during the time of its boom, and it was Dogecoin, funny enough. And I was like, hey, I am Dogecoin is not an investment. It's just a speculation. The same way Bitcoin initially was that people just put money that's like $50. So whatever happens to it, I I don't really care. Mm -hmm. And it was like, no, it's a legitimate investment. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, what makes it legitimate? Because I understand what drives the value of Bitcoin. I understand what drives the value of Ethereum. But Dogecoin doesn't have anything really driving its value because institutional backing is not even there. Then it was like, well, there's a lot of hype behind it and Elon is behind it. I was like... Elon has not even bought Dogecoin. <laughs> he doesn't even have any. 
And that's insane. Like the king of Dogecoin does not have one. That says a lot about yeah. the investment. Mm-hmm. So it's if this person is not giving you any like talking about oh there's hype, there's there's growth, there's so much potential. Okay, what is the potential? Yeah. yeah, I was five years old. If they can't do that, I know. You know. Then finally, and this one is actually very interesting. When everyone is talking about it, yeah. So I remember early 2021. You know when we had the GameStop, we had the. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was all those meme stocks that were just going to the moon. That that actually marked a change of regime in the stock market. So in 2021, yeah. we still made new highs. But if you look at the trajectory of, of ARK, which is Kathy Wood's yeah. growth fund, many of those stocks actually started to go down from January, February 2021. Yeah. You know, look at real estate. There was a time everybody and their grandmother, oh, real estate, and many people were leveraged up to the moon. Yeah. And look at what's going on with rates and with real estate right mm-hmm. now. So whenever everyone is talking about an opportunity, an investment vehicle, it doesn't mean that vehicle is shady. It doesn't mean it's fake, but it just means you should be extra careful, mm-hmm. you know, and a little bit more skeptical. You know, if everybody's piling, typically when everyone is giving up, that is when you want to get in. Yeah. Look at COVID. I had friends who tell me that, you know, this is the Great Depression 2.0. You know, yeah. everyone was selling their stocks, you know, it's over. <laughs> Sell yeah. everything, you know, go and bury your money in the mattress. And that was a bottom. Yeah. So if you're really observing and you look at mm-hmm. the way the charts are, typically when everyone is saying, oh, piling, go yeah. in, you know, yes, this is the bottom, we're going to the moon. That's when you should think twice. And also the reverse, when everyone thinks, you know, it's all over, Tuesday. the world is coming to an end, that is when you should go in. Yeah, so this is, that one is technically not like beware of scammers, but mm-hmm. like just being intentional with your money on how you can even make better decisions. I think one of the things I would encourage a lot of people, and this is something that I do, is research your source. Who is this person you telling you stuff? Uh, And they don't have to have like your traditional education. I'm not saying that you have a PhD, but I'm just saying like, what are your sources for their information? Can you look up this information on? One of the things that you see every single time in college when you're presenting whatever paper you have, if you're talking about, you know, the benefits of drug A. Your source cannot be I love drug A.com. <laughs> That's not a legitimate source. You have to look at both sides of the equation. Who was for it, who is against it, and use that to make an educated decision. So exactly. when people do not have sources and <laughs> and their sources, trust me, bro, trust me. <laughs> Beware. That's that is like very concerning. So these are some of the things that I feel like would help people, especially another thing you use to spot if people are illegitimate is when they're asking you for personal information. I think ah, this this goes one. without saying. If anybody is asking you for any personal information, don't do it. Inviting you to personal group chats where you can have like personal and they they ask you for like in-depth information, maybe your social security number, yeah, like credit cards and stuff like that. Number, routing number. Routing. Don't don't, do, don't do all that. I've seen so many people or their accounts being hacked based off of this. Some of them didn't even give any personal information. Yeah. All they did was probably just click on the link and then boom, they, they hacked their account and stuff like that. But definitely I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I help you to like, because a lot of people are scamming nowadays. So you just need to be aware and giving out force information to just boost their reach. So just be careful out there, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for listening.